I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, hey, Mimi. Oh, hey, Gigi. When you're driving around, just seeing the town. Sitting bored at home, feeling all alone. Fill up the glass, pick out a glass. We got the tea, we got the sauce. Get queerified. Okay. Yeah. Let's get queerified. Hi, gorgeous. Welcome back to Queerified. As always, this is your host, Gigi Gorgeous. And this is Mimi. On Queerified, you'll hear from special guests in the LGBTQIA community and some fierce allies, too. Today is a very special day because we have our very first ally in the studio. And she's not just a fierce ally. She's literally an icon. This girl is an actress, singer, activist, NFT expert, and businesswoman. She is the one, the only Paris Hilton. We had an amazing conversation talking about everything from her upcoming wedding to how she turned her pain into purpose and her amazing beauty recommendations. But before we get started, please don't forget to call into our Queerified hotline at 1-844-QUERIES. That's 1-844-Q-U-E-E-R-Y-S. Call us and ask us absolutely anything. Nothing is off limits, and maybe we'll answer your next question right here on the next episode of the pod. Please do. We love hearing from you. And now, without further ado, Miss Paris Hilton. All right, we are back with Miss Paris Hilton. Thank you for being here. So happy to be here. You are the third person in the podcast room officially. I love it. It's beautiful. This whole house is just amazing. It's I love it. Oh my God, thanks. Nats is sitting right here. We've worked very hard on the house and we're like huge fans of yours too. Thank you. I love it. I want to move in. <laughs> Come on in, girl. <laughs> Paris, how are you today? How have you been? I have been amazing. Just got engaged. I'm planning my wedding. I'm all grown up. I'm busier than ever, having the best time and just... Yeah, excited to be here. Nope. Oh, yeah. Congrats on your yeah. pregnancy, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the, the only thing in this oven is living lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Also, congrats on your cooking show. Thank you. The trailer looks phenomenal. Thank you. It's so much fun. I'm so Cooking excited. with Swarovski crystals on your little spatula. Yeah, I feel like only you and I would do that. <laughs> it was everything. I was like, is there food? Like, is there a chef to the side that's actually going to cook food? Because people are going to come over probably wanting to eat. Yeah. Well, they have to eat what we cook. You just like McDonald's it? No, they actually, everyone ate the food. Really? It's actually good. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but somehow it turns out amazing every time. Well, I saw mac and cheese. I was mm-hmm. like, that looks delicious. Oh, Swarovski yeah. crystals and all. I feel like so it's like good. cute. It is like sometimes they fall off into the food. So you have to be careful. Like you don't want to break your teeth on them. Because <laughs> yeah. Swarovski crystals are not like? good to chew. <laughs> like money. If it was diamonds, I would. It's like when you crack an egg and you get a little like egg crack. <laughs> what is it? Shell in it. But it's like a Swarovski crystal in Paris's kitchen. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> I love that. So obviously this is a safe space. It's called Queerified for a reason. Mm-hmm. So everyone here is welcome to their own pronouns, their own journey. And you, of course, have been just a gay icon forever. And I really wanted to ask you, when was the first time you realized that you were a gay icon? I feel like even since I, like right when I moved to New York, before The Simple Life, before like anything, I just like felt that just from hanging out with David LaChapelle and just like all of his friends and Amanda Lepore and we would go out and just like being with all the club kids. I was just a teenager at this point. Like I was like 15, 16. And even before anything happened, I just felt like part of like this whole vibe. And they would all say to me like, star, you're going to be an icon. You're this. And I'm like, okay. But I wasn't even doing anything at, at that point. I was still like in high school. Um, so I feel like I've known it since day one, since I got out of the womb. I, I love that. <laughs> I feel like it is very much like a lot of gay boys, a lot of people within the community, like see little Paris Hilton's inside of themselves. And I can relate with that because, you know, like you are just like the embodiment of like fun and like girliness and like you're in on the joke and silly. Mm-hmm. You can make fun of yourself. Like that is like so the gay MO. Yes. So mm-hmm. I feel like I could totally see that, you know, like literally from the jump, people just relating with you and being like, this bitch has it and she has iconic energy. <laughs> and I fucking love it. I, I 100% see it. Well, you're an icon too. So love you. Yes, you. I love you. <laughs> what are your favorite parts about the LGBT community since the feeling is so mutual? Just how much fun everyone is, full of life, likes to have a good time, it's the best dressed, the most fun at every party, just like fun, love, rainbows, and like just being yourself and having fun and being unapologetic. And I feel like my whole career, that's what I've been, just like fun, un- unapologetic, and having a good time. And it's a vibe. Right. And I feel like <laughs> behind every, also just like, to get on like the gay topic, like literally like behind every successful woman, behind every successful movie, if it's cute, if it's directed well, whatever, is a gay man. Mm -hmm. I really feel like if the hair is cute, if the makeup's cute, there's a gay man behind it. (laughs) There has to be. (laughs) At least like overseeing it. Is that weird to say? Something like... It's a little weird, for sure. Um, You spoke about Amanda Lepore. Was she the first trans person you've ever met? Just going out in New York, obviously I would see everyone, but she was like my first friend. And I just was like, this woman is so beautiful, is like this Barbie doll, like so just free and her outfits, just like the photo. I don't know, everything. She's another icon. Because Gigi, like one of your first trans realizations was from Amanda Lepore. Yes, I was actually out in New York City. I was at I was with a friend and she was like, let's go see Amanda Lepore. And I was like, oh, my God, like for real. So we went, we had dinner with her. And she just spent the whole night talking to me. And she was like, I feel like you're you're like trans. Like, I see something. Like, if you want to do this, you totally can. I'm letting you know. Like, I've seen so many trans girls from the jump. And I feel like you have what it takes. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess this is the first time. And I just went to bed that night knowing that I could be trans. And it was like a light bulb moment for me. So I feel like she is definitely my first person. I can't believe that that's yours, though. That's so crazy. We both have the same. Well. Yeah. I love it. And I love, I feel like everything happens for a reason. So like things like that are like meant to be and meeting someone who would inspire you. And like, I don't know. I just, I love things like that. I feel like there's so many moments in life that happen like that. 
Mm-hmm. Do you remember like not meeting Amanda, but before that, like seeing trans people? Like, what, what was your like trans? I guess like awakening, being like, whoa, like they exist. Was it like on TV or? Yeah, I always wonder like how straight people like find out about transgender people or like how they feel when they do. Just from when I moved to New York City, I moved to New York when I was fifteen, and I started just going downtown a lot, going shopping at this store called Hotel Venus which is Patricia Field's store. So she had Patricia Field's store on 8th Street and then next to downtown Cipriani's, this other store called Hotel Venus. And everyone who worked there was, everyone who came in. So I would just be there all the time, buying things, getting ready to go clubbing. And then I would take my mom's credit card and she would, I was talking about this yesterday. We were talking about Patricia Field's and Hotel Venus. She's like, yeah, I used to get all these bills on my credit card for Hotel Venus and I was getting scared like where what is this Hotel Venus that Paris is spending thousands of dollars at so um yeah on a side note sorry mom (laughs) on another side note I'm completely obsessed with your mom watching her on uh Real Housewives of Beverly Hills she's like totally the comedic relief I feel like I mean I've watched that show for years and I've been like invested in the characters but when she came on she is just so funny and like us being friends like I see now more than ever where you get it you know have you heard that a lot everyone is just calling me they're like you are literally your mom like now I know exactly where you got it from she's so funny doesn't care just is herself and is such a character yeah she's like very present I feel like I, I was like laughing to Nats about this the other day, but there was like one line she said. I'm like, this woman is so in the moment. Like she doesn't like, she's not worried about the future or anything. She's literally just like in the moment when someone says something, she's like, what is that? Or like, she's not like worried about like how she comes off. It's just like genuine. Yes. And I love that. It's rare, especially in this town. Yes, totally. And I feel like that's what the show needed. Mm-hmm. My favorite line is when she goes, I'll have a regular Coke. <laughs> <laughs> wait why do you not remember that I, it's on tiktok the girl's ordering her drink she's like i'll have this blah 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 like no ice whatever whatever and she goes i'll have a regular coke <laughs> no nothing <laughs> yes. you don't remember <laughs> no i remember it but is, is that funny <laughs> yes i died <laughs> she oh. looks at her like i'll have a coke please <laughs> i thought it was called regular coke too me too like coca-cola <laughs> Like, because there's like Diet Coke and regular right? regular Coke. Is it called that? Regu- not regular. I don't think regular is in the title, but oh, like but normal. No, it Coke. was just funny that she just ordered a Coke while this other girl was trying to order the fanciest drink. Oh, got it. Oh, I, I see. I see. So she I was wasn't trying to like jokes. No, it was. Just, she was like, no, I'll order a regular. Coke, <laughs> I get please. it. I get it now. Okay, okay, got it. Yeah. That is funny. I like when she said, "Who is hunky dory?" Yeah, who's who's hunky dory? Like she's never heard that expression before. No, fuck, it's so funny. Like you can't write this shit. She's just in the moment. You can't write this. She's so fucking good. I was just with her earlier shooting my new show, and she just is hilarious. Like, I've never in my life. Too good. This pandemic has been going on for almost two years. And Paris, you're Hollywood's party girl. Well, you're an international party girl, let's just say. Do you miss going out like we do? Yeah, like I'm engaged now. So it wouldn't if I was single, I would probably like be going crazy right now. So at least like I feel like I'm sort of grown up and like being at home with him. But yeah, of course, like I miss all of that, like all the music festivals, Coachella, like 
Tomorrowland Ultra, Burning Man, just like all of that. And then just being able to see my friends or I don't know, it's been different. Like I've never in my life experienced being at home this much ever since I was like little. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like with Nats and I, it's very the same thing, but we always like work around it. Like we're always like still kind of partying, still having fun. It just like gave so much time to like reflect, right? Like you're literally like alone with your thoughts. Even if you do have like somebody that's, you know, your companion or your best friends live with you, whatever, whoever your like quarantine bubble is, it just gives you so much time to like think about like, what am I doing? Am I happy? Am I, you know, fulfilled? Which is why I feel like so many people have come out like as transgender or as gay or broken up with the person that they were with, you know? They're like, is this my life? Am I happy? Like, what can I improve on? What have you guys learned about yourselves? So much. I feel like I'm used to being on a plane over 250 days out of the year. I'm constantly doing something. So I never have really time to think about myself. So I feel like I've just been like reflecting on my life and my priorities and what's important to me and getting rid of certain people in my life that are bad energy and learning not to have FOMO is I think one of my biggest things because I used to be, I couldn't miss anything. I like needed to be everywhere and it's just too much. So I feel like just, I don't know, just not slowing down, but just like not being as like having to travel every second and beat everything. Not being scared of being alone with yourself. It's probably what we've all learned. Like it's not that scary to be with your thoughts. Gigi, do you have any new revelations? Yeah, I can relate with that a lot because before Nats, I had always lived alone. Like, Mark, you know this. I lived alone in Toronto when I was, like, going to college, quote unquote. (laughs) And then when I moved here, I lived alone. And then when I met Nats, it was kind of, like, still living alone. And then we moved in together. But the pandemic kind of showed me that, like, I can still be alone with myself, even though I thought that that chapter of my life was over. It's like... I do live with him. We are married, happily married. Right, babe? Yeah, he did a rock sign. Okay, yeah. (laughs) And I feel like it's 100% fine to just like be, like Paris said, like alone and, you know, kind of focus on the FOMO because I'm the same way. Like I like love the chaos of it all. I love like we land in New York here, but like I could get out of here then. Like even if we just have like 30 minutes, like I love that shit. So I feel like it has given me a moment to like, Slow down, focus, be happy. And also like, I I know like self-care is totally like a thing that's like making like a, it's quite trendy right now. But like, I do love like a skincare moment. I love taking a bath. I love, you know, like doing my hair. (laughs) No, but like people are like hashtag self-care. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's true though. Cause we're all like, we all have so much time, but it's like, it really feels good to like take care of yourself. So, you know, whether that's like having a glass of wine and like, putting bubbles in the bath and just like taking your time with, you know, getting ready for bed or whatever. It's just, it's nice. Cause then it's like, I'm going to come out of this pandemic so hot that like, you know, I'm get all this self-care is going to like wear off or work Never. in. <laughs> pay, pay off. No, no, wear off, pay off. I'm a little bit opposite. Like I've had so much time. I've been so antsy. Like, what can I do today? Like, what can I do this week? Like, filling myself with projects and you're kind of like that too like what can I do like what are we doing now so I've had a lot of time to get things done what would post-pandemic Gigi in Paris say to pre-pandemic Gigi in Paris I would definitely tell myself party a lot because you're not going to be able to (laughs) 
like get it out of your system. You know, don't stay home ever because you're going to have a, over like two years to do that. Yeah, I would tell myself that. Like you're going to have a lot of time on your hands. So just go ham. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I would say also like this is going to be like different than anything you experience, but there's a silver there's Sil- a silver home. Sil- <laughs> silver lining and everything. You know what I mean? So just to like try to think of the good parts about it and not focus on the bad. Yeah. It's also crazy though, because like, I feel like the fact that we've been in a pandemic is also really insane. Like, I feel like this is going to obviously be in the history books, you know, it's yeah, going to be a like moment in time where history. it's like, right. Like our kids and grandkids are going to be like, Oh, they went through a pandemic, but it's like so different actually going through it. Like I was talking to my grandparents like last year and they were saying like, they've been through this and whatever. And I was like, wow, like it's insane. Like two huge moments like this that are very similar. It's trippy. And we, like went through this, like wearing the masks and yep. Yep. The lockdown. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. They were telling me about it and I was like, Oh my God, it's literally the same because you can read about it, but living it is so different. You know, all of our lives are so changed. Yes. Like how many times have we learned about the Spanish flu? We never understood what the Spanish flu was. Now we fucking know. Like, fuck my life. Get me out of here. <laughs> totally. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So during the pandemic, we actually talked about on your podcast, Paris, This is Paris. We talked about how we both like doing art and stuff like that. And that's something that me and my husband have always liked doing. Are there any other hobbies that you've picked up just like around the house? Cooking. Avi. Avi. Oh my God, you picked up cooking and now you have a Netflix show? Oh, so cute. I know. How weird is that? (laughs) Like literally, I would never, it's so random for me to have a cooking show and I just made one sliving lasagna and all of a sudden I have a show on Netflix. Like it's crazy. Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's crazy. How many episodes have you shot? We've done six for the first season. Oh, epic. Mm-hmm. Are they like all coming out at once? Is that how Netflix works? Yeah. Oh, so good. So I can't wait can to binge, binge it. it. Yeah. It's so much better like that. I hate having to wait a week. Me too. Yeah. But also it's kind of exciting, but I feel like for your show, I would literally want to dedicate a whole day yes. and get into it. Love it. You're yeah. coming to the premiere party, right? Yep. Yep. Yes. Us three. Loves it. See you there, Kevin. <laughs> it's going to be fun. What kind of cooking show is there? Are you going to be giving us recipes? Like, can we cook alongside with you? Like, what is it like? It's definitely not your traditional cooking show at all. It's like the simple life in a kitchen at my oh house. My and then I invite my friends over and we cook together and then have dinner parties and I'm like wearing couture, like going to the market and it's just like very fun. Like it's very like. So your normal day, but on camera. It's hilarious. Yeah, basically that and cooking. But I don't really know how to cook. So it makes it better. Yeah, it does. Like perfect. Yeah. Like who wants to watch another actual cooking show for real? It's beyond. I would. That's like for the Food Network, I feel (laughs) like really. 
Yeah. How about you, Mark? Any hobbies you've picked up? Um, I just bought a exercise bike. I know it's the end of the pandemic, but I finally bought an exercise bike. I still have not put it together. It's still in the box, but I'm hoping to do that now to get my you know fitness going again. Um, have you guys been working out? I've never worked no. out in my life. <laughs> I used to work out. Nat's got this trainer. Shout out Corey Jansen. I'm going to send this to him. Okay. And he literally came over every single day for like an hour. I would want to literally almost vomit every single time at the end. Right? I think that's the goal. I, like I felt so sick in the shower. I would take a cold shower. I would get out. I would still be sweating. It was hell. That sounds miserable. Yeah, it was not cute. And then we just like stopped. <laughs> thank God. But like Nats needed a companion, so I was like, I'll work out with you. But I build muscle so fast that I feel like I'd be like the rock if I worked out like another day. (laughs) Like so huge. Like if I flexed right now, you'd be like, oh my God. And like I do nothing. Just whispering Angel and McDonald's. Yes. (laughs) Just like Justin Bieber and Demi Lovato, you both have YouTube Originals movies. Yes, yes, yes. I mean... This is, this might be a hard turn, but Paris, what was it like releasing such a raw and real movie that shows a different side of you? It was just hard. It was really difficult to finally be so open and talk about things I'd never discussed before in my life. And, you know, the original premise of the film, I was never going to reveal any of that because it was like my deep, dark secret that I didn't want anyone to know. I wanted to do a documentary because I just felt that I'd been underestimated and misunderstood for my entire career. And I just wanted to show people that I'm not what they think they are, what they would think. But I'm grateful, like so grateful to the director, Alexandra Dean, for having me open up because it's been such a healing experience and to actually use my voice to make a difference and now, just literally, like I've changed laws in Utah and Oregon and Missouri and England and Wales. Like it's it's pretty really? powerful. Yeah. Wow. I thought there was only one. When did these oh. happen? They're all happening now. I'm, I'm doing them like every like couple of weeks. There's like a new wow. thing I testify at. And then I'm going to Washington, D.C. in the next few months to go and do it for all 50 states. So it'll be illegal. Like all the abuse that happened to me and wow. Congratulations. Of, of other thousands of children would be illegal today. So. Damn. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, my God. That's huge. Congrats. Mm -hmm. Loves it. It's so brave for you to come out because really what you did was show your trauma to the entire world. In that movie, you you came out and said that I have nightmares every night because of what I went through. And, you know, people in both of your positions, you guys, it's kind of unfair because people don't want to hear the bad things that you go through because people think you're lucky, people think you're blessed, people think you're privileged. What was the reaction like when you released that movie from people? I didn't know what to expect. I was so scared. And like, I just remember when it was about to play on YouTube, they had me do this like, not listening party, but you know, you like type, what was it called, live? It was like the countdown to it. And you like watch the movie with everyone and you're typing live. I think I watched that with you. Yes. Online. Yes, that. And you had like a half up, half down ponytail. Yes. And you were in your house. Yes. I remember. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And a Carter was in there. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was typing with him. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, I remember. And I was like crying and shaking. I didn't know what to think. And then when all the scenes that were very emotional came up, like everyone was like, we love you, Paris. Oh my God, like you're so inspirational. Like you... Like I went through that too and just like all these people reaching out and 
I was just blown away by all the love and support and I was just crying of happiness and just felt like such a freeing moment to finally just talk about who I really was. And I feel like people finally like understand me in ways I never did. And just to help so many other people, just so many people reaching out. I got thousands and thousands of letters from other survivors who have been through the same abuse as myself at these type of schools and all of us now joining together. And it's just like, I didn't feel alone anymore, which was really an amazing feeling. I commend you so much for just being open and honest because you've had such a, a long, amazing, seemingly open career, you know, cause you are like really out there, but I feel like it relates to my life a lot too, because it's like, I am really open, but there's so much that people don't know. And I feel like you you are a testament to the fact that like, you never really know what someone's going through or what they've been through just because they share pretty photos or just because they seem happy, whatever. Like it really was like a huge moment for you just to be like, this is my trauma. This is what I've been through. And I'm going to fight for others in the same position. And you're such a badass for running away from those camps or wherever the fuck they're called. Like yes. so fucking fierce. Like, like you what? just running away. Like it's everything. And like, obviously <laughs> it like literally like it just calls to like the fact that like you are such a strong force. Like, you know, like people would be totally be like, I'm going to serve my time here. I'm going to do good. You're like, I'm going to run, bitch. Like, bitch, I'm out of here. You literally yeah, like-, like, I love that. <laughs> it's just so important that like, you just shared that, you know, and like, I know YouTube originals because I have a movie with them as well. They're really like, they push you, mm-hmm. you know, like the platform, they don't want this like fairy tale story. Like yeah. every single person on the platform that's had a movie, it's like, you kind of go there. You have to though. Cause I feel like these fluff piece movies that are just like all just promoting a song or like, you know, you see some of these singers and pop stars, they do one and it's like nothing about their life. It's just about them on stage the whole time. And like, it's just not real. And I feel like people now, especially during this whole pandemic we've been through, they want that. They want people who are authentic and real and things that they could relate to and just people being, I don't know, themselves, like just being yourself and being honest. And I uh, like that saying, the truth shall set you free mm-hmm. and turning your pain into purpose. Love that. Well, me and Nats are getting matching tattoos of that. Yes. <laughs> so what was the actual hardest part of watching your film for the first time for the first time the hardest part of that was I remember when I got sent the link we were at my parents house and I'm with my sister and my parents had went out to dinner I'm like all right it's a perfect time to watch it because they didn't know this was in the movie this is my first time seeing it I I'm like I don't even know what they used I'm like freaking out so we're in their movie theater watching it and then all of a sudden my mom and dad come home early from dinner and it's like right as the part where I'm talking about like revealing everything. Of course, everything. of like, course. Great timing. My mom's like, what are you guys watching? And I'm like, oh, I'm just like this E! True Hollywood story. She's like, oh, I want to watch. I'm like, um, and we're like sitting there and I'm like, how do we turn this off? And there's like a million buttons. I'm like, oh my God, like, what do I do? Like, I want to lie and say the Wi-Fi is off. So I didn't know how to turn it off. So I had to sit there with my mom next to me thinking it's like an each Hollywood story and then she <laughs> but like, you're sitting doing a confessional in it yeah and then she starts talking in it and she's like wait what did she think she was filming for my movie but i didn't say that was the movie because i didn't i wanted to see it first before they watched it got it to like cut it out potentially yes but i didn't cut out anything so damn yeah wow maybe that no was a blessing edit? in disguise that was hard, that was hard. yeah I'm, I'm happy that i kept it in because none of this would have been possible the healing wouldn't have happened like 
I wouldn't have been able to change all the laws and, and make a difference for all the other kids. So everything happens for a reason again. But it was just hard watching my mom like during those scenes when I was talking about what happened because she didn't know. She was just like sitting there shaking and crying. And I was like, oh, my God, like because I was watching it for the first time as well. So just to watch that with her was hard. And just seeing like what I went through, just like all these fucking asshole guys I dated and just like being abused and like all these things that I just always stuff down and try not to think about. And watching myself in that movie, I was like, whoa, like. It's a, it was a lot. Did it almost feel like an out-of-body experience for you? Like you felt like that was not you? Yeah. I feel like a lot of things that happened in my life, I just tried to just not think about it. So I just block it from my memory. Like disassociate yeah. kind of thing? I do the exact same thing. Mark, I know you do the same thing as well. Same, yeah. It's just a coping mechanism. It is. But you know what? It works, but it only works for so long. And yeah. I'm just so happy that you've done that because I feel like, Paris, you have always saved lives. Like you are definitely the reason why a lot of people have not taken their own life and are still alive. But I feel like with this, it just catapults you to a whole new level. Like it really just the vulnerability was just so nice to see. And I just loved it so much. And I feel like people who have been in those similar situations, like my husband, are kind of like, I'm not alone in this. And it is like, it's so powerful to see that on a big screen because I don't think that we, when we went to the premiere and we watched it with you, I don't think that we were, you know, thinking that it would be like that. And I remember seeing, looking over at Nats and he's bawling his eyes out. Carter came over, hugged him. And I was like, Jesus, like, I can't relate with this, but like, it's affecting my husband. I can only imagine how many others it's affecting. It's a beautiful thing. It's, it really is. I, I had no idea. So many people I know, so many people, like you would have no idea, like everyone hit it and didn't talk about it. And it's just like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm grateful for all of this happening because it's changed my life. That, that whole documentary changed my life. Like, I feel like my whole, just, I don't know. I feel like I never would have fallen in love. I never would have been getting married. None of that because my heart had just like this huge wall around it just from not trusting people. Your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can only imagine. In my opinion, I think it's one of the greatest things you've ever done. Thank you. I agree. And everything you've done after. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) Yes, YouTube original. Yes. (laughs) Slayed it. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. So... Moving on down the line, you released that amazing movie, but then you got engaged Mm -hmm. to Carter, who is amazing. I know firsthand, he's such a gentleman. He's extremely handsome. I feel like you guys are just like perfect together. I'm sure you hear that all the time. (laughs) 
with the wedding coming up, have you chosen a venue, a dress, a wedding planner, anything you can give us? I'm very intrigued because I know how stressful (laughs) weddings can be. It's so stressful. Um, We... Are you a bridezilla? Carter and I have just been... No, I'm not at all. My sister's like, you're literally the most chill bride. You're like the opposite of a bridezilla. I'm just doing so many other things that it's hard to plan, but we finally have our wedding planner because we were just traveling a lot and we're finally back. And then after listening to you and Nats and just like how your wedding was and just like all of the parties I've been to that she's done, she's amazing. So Mindy Weiss is going to do it. (gasps) Oh my God, she's the best. Mm -hmm. She actually officiated our wedding. I know I told you before, but I don't know if any of our listeners know. I I said that to her. She was like, they told you that? I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah. Wait, did you go to her office? No, she came to the house. Oh, she did? Okay, yeah, that's what she said she does for the Kardashians too. Me and <laughs> me and Nats were down the street. Actually, our first uh, our first meeting with Mindy, I was so hungover. And we had just gone out and I only had my one dress from last night. My extension's still in, makeup still on. And I like, we just went to the office. Mindy was there with her assistant. And like the light was shining so bright from the window that I had to put like my sunglasses on. <laughs> And I thought she thought that I was like a douchebag, but I was like, I literally can't handle the light. But I was like, we need to get this going, like the wedding. We can't miss this meeting. And then we asked her to be our aficionado. And she said, yes, I'm so excited for your wedding now. Yeah. Even more than before. She'll kill it, right? Beyond. Yeah. Wait, have you worked with her before? No, it's our first thing. To you're going to die. You're going to die. And especially yes. if you're not a bridezilla, because I wasn't either. I feel like it's very like, she just handles it. I need that because I don't handle it. <laughs> you have no time. I, I really don't have any time. Right. So I've been trying, but it's just like I, I have 50,000 other things happening and no one throws a better party than me, but a wedding is like a different type of party. Different scale. Yeah. So I'm just biased to Mindy Weiss because she did our wedding. So obviously I'm going to think Mindy Weiss is just the best. I'm sure there's tons of other party planners out there, but. I'm so happy we have the same one. And I will say that I kind of knew that you chose Mindy Weiss because when we went to her for our first meeting, she gave us her wedding book and you put it on Instagram. So I was like, Nats, I think Paris, right after your podcast, I was like, I think she's using Mindy Weiss too. Yes. Yeah. She gave me the book as well. And I was like, oh, I want to post it because she's she's so sweet (laughs) and like. I don't know. I'm excited. I was looking on her website and I saw pictures of your wedding. It was so amazing. That was beautiful. Yeah, Mindy's the best. She's everything. Mm-hmm. Whenever I see her, I just like tackle her with hugs. She's such like a little girl, but I'm like, I love you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Paris, do you want to play a game with us? Yes. Work. So you and Gigi both share movies on the YouTube Originals platform with very similar names. This is everything. And this is Paris. I love that. Are you ladies ready to play? This is. Yep. (laughs) So, this is. Are you ready? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, is it a name of a game? We guess. Yes. The game is This Is. So, I'm literally just going to ask questions and we can all do it. And we're just going to say, This is. And then you guys are going to answer it. We'll see how it goes. This is the first time we're playing games, but we love to play games on Queerified. Are we ready? Yeah. Gigi, you first. This is a clothing line that Paris made famous. Juicy Couture. That's right. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I got that one right, so I'll go. Uh, okay. Mimi, where were we for my birthday in New York? 
that one time that we spent my birthday together? <laughs> well, um, it was in New York City at Paris' apartment, but I was not there for the surprise because I went to go see a Broadway show, but Paris Hilton threw you a party at her apartment. That's where it was. Yes. <laughs> that was fun. Oh my God, look at us all reunited, even if it's through Zoom. Can I just lit. say that Paris Hilton, you are a crazy party girl, but you, that morning, I think it was like 8 a.m., we were all at BeautyCon and you were up, you were bright, you were saying hi to every single fan. You were on, bitch, and we were dead. And I just thought, she's a star. Like, she was dead last night and she is alive right now. <laughs> I, I come alive. I mean, you have to do it right. Mark looked at me and he was like, She's professional. And I was like, mm hmm. <laughs> and you just zipped away on your golf cart. And then the next thing I knew, I heard you on the intercom and you're like, hi, Moj from BeautyCon. <laughs> you're like, hi. Yes, my billion dollar business. Like, just going crazy. I was like, this girl, is she kidding? <laughs> so we good. were peeking outside everything. from the backstage and you were saying hi to every fan. It was crazy. I always do. It's my turn again. Paris, this is for you. Wait, no, it's her turn. She hasn't gone yet. This is Gigi and I's favorite wine. Whispering Angel. <laughs> so hard. So hard. Whispering Angel in hand. Yes. Wait, is Whispering Angel Angelina Jolie's rosé? Ooh, I don't know. What? It's, really? Sh it's Shiloh Pitts. Oh, okay. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be fierce if it was. I love Whispering Angel, though. Okay, my turn. This is... Um, wait, this is for Gigi. This okay. is a club in LA that starts with the two same letters. A club in LA that starts with two. Wait, the Paris, same... you know? Mm hmm. You go. What? This is Bootsy Bellows. <laughs> Duh! Yes, it is. Oh my God, that's my second home. Yes. Wait, Why that was on my it? Uber as my work. <laughs> one time. It was like, want to go to work? Because I would go there every day. <laughs> home, Wait, let me ask Gigi work. another one. Let me ask Gigi another one because she didn't get that one. This okay. is a fashion show that both you and Paris walked in. Oh, I actually know two that we've walked yeah, in together. Too. Do you? Oh, yeah. you walked in two? The blondes mm -hmm. we've walked in? Not together. Oh, the Moulin Rouge separately. one on Broadway. That was your Broadway debut. I loved your look. Thank you. In the blondes, the crystal. I love the blondes. Me They're too. My favorite. Like, no one makes Philippe. clothes like that. It's fucking <sighs> sick. Philippe is so hot. And David, so gorgeous. They're I so love them together. together. I loved I loved my Moulin Rouge moment because it was, Mimi, you just said my, my like Broadway debut. I was like, yes, I'm going to add was. that to my, to my title Iconic. of jobs. <laughs> yeah, just like, <laughs> oh, you know, on Broadway. Um, no and we deal. we like, also walked on in the the red fashion yes. show together not together but we walked in it yes so those are two that was sweet. <laughs> I'll take your answer and one up it okay wait let me ask another one to Paris Paris this is your first IMDb credit hmm. like in a movie yeah House of Wax. Was this simple? Oh my God, House of Wax. Oh, I love House I love of that Wax. Movie. Oh, I love that Alicia Cuthbert. Oh yeah, I loved that. Mm -hmm. House of Wax was sick. Mm. I'm going to watch that tonight. I think it was Simple Life, but I, I, did, I don't know. I haven't looked at my IMDb. What is it? <laughs> what is it? I don't know. I just came really? out of my head. I haven't oh, checked. Oh, what? You don't even have an answer? <laughs> no, I just wanted to know. <laughs> we'll just say The Simple Life. That yeah, makes sense. The Simple, the simple Life. life. <laughs> Where it all Gigi, started. Ask a final one. Okay. Paris. This is my favorite color. 
pink. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Obviously. There, wow, there what is... a weak end. <laughs> well, thank you for playing. This is with us. Will you please stay and answer some queries, which are questions from our fans? He loves it. We'll be right back with our queries. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, and we are back with Miss Paris Hilton, Mimi, and I, Gigi Gorgeous. We are going to get into some queries. You guys know that you can call us at one eight four four queries which is Q-U-E-E-R-Y-S. Absolutely nothing is off limits. This is a safe space, and we look forward to hearing your crazy, gnarly, raunchy, honest, vulnerable questions. So we have three that we're getting into right now. Let's start. Mimi, are you ready? Paris? Yes. So ready. Okay, our first query. Hey, Gigi. Hey, Mimi. Love you. I've been watching you both since the beginning, since the campus. I love you both. I look up to you both. And I just think you both are doing great things for the community. I love the podcast. And so I just wanted to hear you guys talk about the recent comments that the baby made at the Rolling Rod stage. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. So, yeah. My name's Dusty, and I hope to hear my question in your next podcast. Love you both, and take care. Bye. Hi, Dusty. Thank you so much for your question. And I think it was, what are our thoughts on um, the baby's homophobic comments on on HIV? And to be completely honest, oh my God, this is going to sound really bad, but I stay in my lane. I don't let that negativity come in my circle of positivity. I think what he said is horrific. I think what he said is horrible. I think what he said is scientifically wrong, scientifically medically and realistically wrong but i'm not gonna let that affect my life i think there will always be people who are homophobic people who are dumb and you can't let those people take your light away so those are that's what that's what my thoughts are on that and yeah i don't really have feelings about it because i don't care about this person Gigi, what are your thoughts so my initial thoughts when i heard like the statements and stuff I'm a huge fan of Dua Lipa, so I felt bad immediately for her because they did Levitating Together, I think, which is one of my favorite songs. She is like in close ties with him, right? So I felt really bad for her. I was like, I know that that's not how she feels. We have a bunch of mutual friends. So I just felt really bad for her. I was like, well, did she say anything? And then I saw that she said something. It's just unfortunate because I feel like there's so much ignorance in the world, especially about AIDS and about you know, racism and gay culture and things like that. It's just, it made me really sad. And I was never really a huge fan of him, but I was really shocked to hear him say that. Can I be honest? I've never heard of that remix of Levitating. I've never watched what he said. I never heard what he said, but I'm not going to let him affect my day. I'm not going to lose sleep. Thank you, Dusty. Our next query. Hey, Gigi, it's I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I know we have contacted one another before via Instagram. I am an employee of Sephora and was curious to wonder about 
either one of your guys' favorite beauty skincare uh, tips and tricks? What are you currently obsessed with? What are you um, interested in in the beauty industry? What makeup products, perfume, hair care, anything along those lines I would love to talk more about. Um, just let me know. That would be fabulous. I'm super curious. Love you much, Gorge. I uh, love you. Thanks for that question. <laughs> also, um, so funny because my husband was just saying he needs more Margella, his Margella fragrance at Sephora. And one of my staples that I can't live without is Victor and Rolf Flower Bomb, the fragrance. I love it so much. And also, I've been really getting into Kiehl's. They're like creme de corpse body lotion is really gorge to me right now. Um, and anything Fenty. I'm on a Fenty kick. All of her highlighters, all of her like little foundations and um, lip balms and stuff. It's just so gorgeous. What are you loving, Paris? I love Fenty as well. Like the lip gloss, just like when you put it on, it just like feels good. It like such pretty colors. I love also You Beauty. They have the most amazing serum that you put on first and then after this like super hydrator and it makes your skin glow and this thing called arm compound which you could like put on your arms and like wherever and it like makes it like really skinny and like oh, it's so weird i, I want it works like does it like tingle no it feels fine but it like somehow it's called like the new shapewear of like skincare yes it's so weird can you say it again you beauty you like why why you no, like just a you. You. You beauty. Mm. Getting mm. immediately. It's so good. That's my, one of my favorite skincare right now. I just use it every day. Does it smell? It smells so, like this. It's very, everything's very natural. So it just smells like this light, nothing like. Got it. Like nice. Not overly powering. No, no, no. I think when things are too fragrancy, that means that they're not good for you, right? Right. Because there's fragrance in it. Yeah. Like I use this setting powder, I won't say, but it definitely is sold at Sephora. It literally would like break me out. And like something, Mimi, did you see my my lips? Right now? Like the other day? No. Yeah, right now. No, <laughs> yesterday. I had like this huge swollen like lip on my left side. I thought what we talked about it. I don't know. And this morning it was like to the side. I have to show you a video. Are you allergic? Morning. I don't know. Probably. To something. I have no idea. Anyways, yeah. Fragrance, I try to stay away from. But Urban I do Decay love. has the best setting spray. Oh, the all-nighter? All-nighter is mm -hmm. sick. I love that. Yeah, it's like hairspray for your face. It's so good. It yeah. works. Speaking of fragrance, Gigi, I have like 20 black turtlenecks and you wore this black turtleneck. I'm going to say two months ago, it smells like flower bomb. I, as I'm wearing on my body right now, I smell like flower bomb because you wore this turtleneck. <laughs> well, good. I'm doing my job right because I work with them. So I'm spraying it uh -huh. everywhere I go, mother. You wore a turtleneck? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't see you in a turtleneck. I only see you looking like this gorgeous, like, Pamela Anderson Barbie doll. Like, oh, hot. my God. Can we like, repeat that, please? <laughs> no, I love it. The little chic moment, you okay. know, like a librarian. With, like, a short skirt, at least. Definitely. Okay, and, like, knee-high socks. Okay. Like, thigh-high. Yes, high. all right. And, like, chunky-ass platforms. Ooh, no, she was wearing this turtleneck, <laughs> and it was with camel wide leg pants for a funny, for a photo shoot that was. <laughs> but it's really body, body con. Oh, my God, Mark, you're reading me. Paris is sitting next to me. The photos Don't are do this to me. <laughs> well, you wouldn't know because it's like it was really like tight. It still looks like like really hot. I love yes, it. yes, yes, yes. Um, Smoke okay. and mirrors, baby. Smoke and yes. mirrors. Yes, queen. <laughs> Good question. Our next query. 
Hi, my name's Chris. I'm from Las Vegas. Basically, I got myself into like a situationship and um I slept with my friend who had a boyfriend and now um she has broken up with him and now I just don't know what to do because obviously they just broke up and I'm not going to be like, so what are we? So I don't know what I should do, but I really like her. So yeah, love you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so she is in a situationship because she slept with her friend who had a boyfriend at the time and she has feelings for her friend. This is a sticky situation. Do you guys have any I advice? I feel like if she broke up with her boyfriend because she hooked up with you, that means that she doesn't want the boyfriend anymore and she wants you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just <laughs> believe in like, I believe in karma so hard that like, if you did it before when they were still dating, if you do want to move forward with this friend, I would say at the risk of losing this friend, you need to be honest and be like, so this happened, like he's a shitty guy, whatever the circumstance was, like, or a girl, because you said that you really like her, I don't know, this person, and I don't know, own up to it, because I feel like that's going to bite you in the ass, or it's just going to like keep you up at night, because like, if you don't have sleep paralysis, I mean, I don't either, but it's like, doesn't that like, there's like demons in the corner when there's shit haunting you, like, you're gonna, it's gonna like come back and bite you in the ass. Like, you're gonna have like demons in your sleep. My thoughts on it is I believe in love. If you guys are in love, then they were never meant to be together. So go for it, see where it goes. But she went behind her friend's back, though. No, she slept with her friend. Oh, she, yes, she slept with, with her, her friend, with her best friend. Oh, so this guy's just a dud. And the like, guy's next. just beyond dude that she hates. Yes. Oh, so fuck it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was really bad advice. So now I can't hear. Okay, well, good. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Delete his it. number from both of your phones and be happy together. Yes. Sorry, uh-huh. I misunderstood. I was really shocked at your advice. I was like, oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm like, just take her. Yeah, you're like, perfect. He sucks. So what? move on. It's like, oh my God, okay. <laughs> yeah, open every door and go for it. And that was all of our queries. Paris, thank you so much for there being no on no more Clarified. of those? They're so good. Aren't they yes. everything? <laughs> a hotline is essential. I loved her voice, the one who just stole that guy's girl. Such a cool voice. It was almost like she was like under the covers. Like yes, she, the girl I... was next door or he was next door even. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on Queerified. Thank you. This is so much fun. You're just gay icon status, everything. I'm just so excited for people to hear this and just reach out. And also, you guys, honestly, if you have any other questions, call us on our hotline, one eight four four queries which is Q-U-E-E-R-Y-S. And Paris, where can everyone find you? Obviously, everyone knows, but anything else you're working on? Yes. My new cooking show is premiering today, August 4th on Netflix. It's called Cooking with Paris so much fun so make sure to watch that and yeah just i have a million other things but i just want to focus on that because i'm so proud of it and i know that you all are gonna love it so i can't wait for you to watch it yeah and she's uh, a Netflix Netflix will come girl. on anytime you want yay <laughs> <laughs> and obviously her podcast which is where this all started it's um this is paris it's on iHeartRadio. It was so much fun to do. Nats and I had so much fun. Thanks for inviting us on again. I had so much fun with you too as well. Yeah, same. We like just had so much fun after just saying so much fun over and over. (laughs) (laughs) It was so much fun to listen to. (laughs) Yeah. Like what? 
All right. So thank you so much for coming on uh, this episode of Queerified. And uh, until we see you guys in the next one, you've just been Queerified. Loves it. Thanks to our guest, Paris Hilton. And thank you so much for listening. You can follow Gigi on Instagram at Gigi Gorgeous and me at Mark Maverick. And as always, Queerified is a presentation of Ramble, a Cadence 13 studio. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. You've just been Queerified. Bye. Bye.